My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. And I am so sorry we are late. Apoyo had a crash. I <laughs> I went and I, my feathers went everywhere. I busted into a wall. It was terrible. I've literally been cleaning up feathers for the last for the last five minutes. It's awful. You know what would have been great is if if we were actually thrown feathers. Like <laughs> I'm gonna get feathers now. <laughs> The rooster's been hit. Oh my gosh! I would say that I would use uh, my pillow feathers, but there aren't feathers in those pillows. Mm-mm. But you can go to my pillow and save up to six. Actually, you can save up to seventy percent with code e- code CD twenty one because we have sheets that are on sale for twenty nine ninety eight. So go over there, support Mike Lindell. He is a probably one of the most courageous men. But let's let's hurry up and bring April Moss on. April, welcome to the show. Hey guys, great to be here with you tonight. Always great to have you on board. We've got a lot to talk about. That It's kind of crazy what's happening in our world. Yeah. It is beyond crazy. It is, it is. I feel like every time I come on here, I'm always the bearer of bad news. But uh, actually, I have some really cool sound bites from some business owners in Texas I think people will appreciate. And, and it actually is really, really good and encouraging. Well, so I want to jump into this, uh, but first, before we, we go through, you, you sent me some of these uh, these on-the-street interviews, and you did these today, correct? Yeah, yep, just about like two hours ago. How come you guys don't put it in my thing so I can talk about it? I'm so like, oh. I, ju- I just <laughs> got hiding get- stuff from it. It's like, surprise! <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> That's my fault today. I just had a crazy busy day, and this was the soonest I could get it to you guys. So. No, no, no. no. Apollo is supposed to share that stuff with me. Like, watch this. <laughs> I literally just got him. <laughs> no, we don't. We can blame and, you. Uh, we don't blame you. Apollo just you know, crashed. It's my, so it's, we'll blame you. Where are my feathers? I'm probably, <laughs> actually, I'm probably the reason why the things crashed. I'm sure it's me. It's no. really my fault. April is coming on. Please crash. <laughs> DDS, DDoS attack. Please. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, before, <laughs> before we uh, we get to some of this, because uh, I think it's it's going to queue it up because the interviews that you did on a, uh, a couple of particular issues. Uh, so first, we have the fake installed commander in chief. Mr. Mr. You know the thing, Biden. Uh, so here's a gem that he laid on the American people today. The right that I pushed hard and it finally got changed, the married couples in the privacy of their bedroom, excuse me, 
I'm thinking about the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision. Imagine, well, I'll get to that in a second. I'm so disturbed. Can someone, can you translate that for me, April? (laughs) I mean, he just literally, see, it's sundowner, so he probably just needs to be wheeled off and put back into his little bed um, because things get confusing as the day begins to come to an end. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's really, we laugh about it, but it's really just so sad. Well, it's embarrassing for the country, for Americans. Absolutely. I mean, here he is about to go off and talk about what couples do in their bedrooms. And then you're like, where is he going with this? It would have been been more funny if he would have been like, I got it past where where married couples can do whatever they want in their bedroom. Well, you know, it's not even funny because he was like creeping on another little girl today. Uh, I know, I heard about that. No, it's not even funny. And and I'm going to say this because I, I have to try and make it funny because otherwise I really just get too mad. Me and Joe get a little bit fiery. But these people are going, OPEC, you know, there are going to be consequences. Everybody, you better, better be aware there's going to be consequences. They can't even get through a press conference without embarrassing themselves and all of us in turn. Yeah. But uh, let's go to some polling. Uh, New York Times Siena poll suggests, it suggests, uh, we'll, we'll see how very, very clearly top of mind it suggests that the political environment may be turning towards Republicans ahead of the midterm. Uh, is the national political environment turning towards the Republican Party once again? New uh, poll suggests the answer is an emphatic yes. 49% of likely voters say they plan to vote for a Republican uh, for Congress on November 8th, compared with 45% who plan to vote for a Democrat. This re- this result represents an improvement in Republicans since September, while Democrats held a one-point edge. Uh, and then why? Because Americans don't like the Democratic president. 45%, April, tell me 45% are that stupid. <laughs> so, honestly, I, and I have a trouble with polls because I just don't trust him, but I feel like nope. those numbers are higher for people who would who would vote Republican. I mean, I live in Austin, Texas. You can't get much more liberal than that short of being in California in some of the, you know, the very blue cities. And I talk to people all the time, even people that when I look at them, I think uh, they might lean Democrat. And they all are like, I would never, ever vote for a Democrat. I mean, I haven't, I'm sure they're out there. I just haven't met them yet. Anybody who's an adult who owns a business, who has a mortgage, who's a responsible <laughs> Every person that's an adult. <laughs> you know what Sorry. I mean? They're like, we would never ever vote for a Democrat. So again, you know, I- I'm interested in to see who actually out of that 45%, who are they? Are they, Did they go and poll the colleges, you know, the socialists that are being raised up here in our colleges and universities? And I... I, I don't I don't know who they would be talking to because I talk to young people. I mean, I, I go out mm-hmm. and play sports with them and I hang out with them and I'm like, hey, who are you voting for? They're like, anyone but a Democrat. Do you like Polis? No. He locked us in our houses. He's a liar. Everyone knows that they're liars. Everyone. It's like, cat's out yeah. of the bag. You're all liars. Mainstream media is like, uh, and, and Trump. <laughs> mean tweets. Well, you know, 
I was just at University of Texas Austin last week for a Turning Point event, and there was some pushback. Definitely, it seems like lately when TPUSA you know joins different campuses, there's this you know push to protest. So there definitely was a group of of kids who showed up, and they definitely made their voices heard, and they were leftist and all of that. But again, I point that right back to a lack of parents guiding them, but also just the indoctrination that's happening in universities today. It, and it, but I have a hard time believing that normal kids would, would support what's happening in our country. They see what's happening to their parents. They, they see what the, this attack, before we get into your thing, I want to play that video that I sent over Apollo earlier of Carol Baker. Have you seen this, April? We need to eliminate so. all white people. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, right. This wait, is wait, the chairman is of the CDC, Dr. Carol Baker. Did you send me that one? I did. You didn't, you didn't get it? Okay, so. What, what did she say this? Was it this week? No, she said it two years ago. But they've been doing a good job of trying to eliminate white people. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, and it, it blew my mind. I, I go, this can't be really happening. And they go, Joe, it's absolutely happening. This is, uh, here you go, I'll send it to you right now. Okay, you got it. Um, let's go into your interviews first. Let's Because I want to ask you about this. This is a little off topic. Let's go into the interviews first and just set this up with what we're going to talk about right now. Okay, so um, today I interviewed a male and a female business owner uh, here in Austin, Texas, and just asked them, first of all, um, a new article was just released this week from Texas Scorecard that says that Edwards County, Texas is now saying they want to put legislation forward again uh, this coming January to basically remove Texas from the United States and to have it be its sole entity um so they they call it texit here um and so i wanted to know from people in texas what are your thoughts on that and then i also asked them about what life has been like for them as a small business owner with inflation under biden so we'll have a listen all right let's go so tell me a little bit about how Biden's uh, administration and the way that he's conducted things, especially in regards to inflation, has impacted you as a small business owner. Well, I think, uh, you know, we're a high-end pet shop. You know, we have our own food. Everything we have is natural. And I think, you know, when inflation goes up, people, even though they see the difference in their droves with our food, some people can't afford it. So they're going to go away from it and they're going to go with cheaper options, you know. Have, has your business been impacted recently uh, with with that? I mean, has, has... I think we've seen a little bit. It's kind of hard to tell because you never know in the pet industry. But I think since uh, April, when they started talking about how inflation has gotten, you know, out of whack, I think we've seen a slowdown to some extent. Some months are better than others, but it's hard to tell. But I think we've seen some of our regulars just not come back because of the price of food. Even though we've only raised our prices once in four years, our dry food prices, for some people on inflation, even just raising it 30 cents a pound, they noticed and they just haven't come back, you know. I'm curious, what is your, uh, what are your thoughts on 
the possibility of Texas seceding from the rest of the United States and, and having a Texas, so to speak. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know that that's ever going to happen, but I don't think it's a bad idea. But I'm sure there's pros and cons to it. It's kind of hard to know in general, but I don't think it's going to happen eventually, but I understand why they want it to happen. I lived in New York for 43 years, but I've always been conservative from a fiscal standpoint. So I've never voted for a Democrat and never would. Curious your thoughts on what's going on in this state of Texas as illegals continue to come through the border. Do you feel like Governor Abbott is doing enough or uh, what are your thoughts considering Abbott is up against Beto? I'm seeing a lot of Beto signs here in Austin. Well, I think we've, uh, Austin has become, and I'm from New York, I've lived here eight years, I think um, Texas has become more Democrat, you know, with more of the people moving here. But I'm not a big fan of Abbott. I don't think he does a great job. But that being said, I'm still going to vote for him over Beto, although I wish we had another candidate other than Abbott. Yeah. Great. Wow. He says, I would never vote for a Democrat. <laughs> I haven't voted for a Democrat yeah. my entire life, and I'm not going to start now. It's, it's funny. When I go and talk to these people, and I've done this a lot of times, I'll say, hi, I'm a journalist. You know, Would you be interested in speaking with me? And I always kind of feel them out because I don't want to tell them right away that I'm um, – you know, a conservative, because <laughs> so I want it to be an unbiased response. But after talking with him and, and you know, all of that later, he's like, so what, what are, who are you with again? I was like, well, I'm independent, but a majority of my viewers are conservative. So they'll, they'll appreciate what you have to say here. And yeah, um, I didn't get a chance to talk with anyone who would support democratic policies, uh, but they, we have, Another soundbite from a woman, and she had some great things to say about why uh, she actually moved from Colorado here to Austin. Um, so, yeah, because of freedom. So she had some great things to say about she thinks Texas should secede. So are you uh, all for being put into like Texas going into basically a Texas where they would secede from the rest of the country. What are your thoughts as a business owner on that? I am 100% supportive of anything like this. And the reason is because I think the federal government is completely and totally out of control. And I don't feel like voting in Republicans this midterm election or having Trump in the future is going to do anything to actually fix the amount of corruption that's in all these federal agencies that affect every single aspect of our life. Not only the FBI and the CIA, but also company, or I see I said companies because that's what it feels like. These federal agencies like the USDA, obviously the FDA, um, they're just encroaching upon Americans so much, and the only way to get rid of that corruption is to have something at a state level. How has the inflation under Joe Biden's administration impacted you as a small business owner? Well, we're a retailer, so we see it on two sides. First of all, obviously, all of our wholesale accounts and buying wholesale, all of those prices are going up. Then on the consumer side, because people are having to make decisions about where they're spending their money and how much money they're spending in different places, it affects our income. So we're seeing it on two sides and it's been, it started after the whole COVID thing. 
And, um, and then it continues now as we go further and further down the path that we're going because of the rampant inflation caused by the Federal Reserve and these unconstitutional agencies that have uh, caused the most harsh tax on Americans. Inflation. It affects everybody and it sneaks up on you and before you know it you can't afford groceries. And so it's the cruelest form of taxation for our country. And again, Republicans and Democrats in there for 50 years, 60 years, they are both guilty. It is not about Republican and Democrat, it's about the federal government and the filth and the waste and the corruption, and that needs to go. And that's why this Texas thing is exciting, because it's the only way to get back to having control and actual representation. We should be able to have representatives that are accountable and that are accessible. Right now, you go to Washington, D.C., these people are won't even look at you. You're, they protect themselves. We need representation that actually listens to us, the people. Wasn't she awesome? Awesome is not even the word for it. Democrats, Republicans are all trash. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I was like, yes, you get it. You're awake. You understand. Yeah, it was, she, she is phenomenal. You know, the thing that I got from what she was saying is that she, you know, there's this nervousness about her talking about what's happening. You could see it in her eyes. Like she was like, look, it's, it's painful. She can, she's feeling the pain. So when she talks about this, she's articulating what most people on both sides of the aisle feel. They just don't know how to say it. Like I, I can't pay my bills, but they look down at their, at their paycheck and 30% is going to the government. And they're like, well, if I wanted to raise, I could just not pay the 30%. And now I, now I can feed my family, right? But instead, what the government says is, hey, go out there. We're going to take money from you. You get a job. And then we're going to give you back just enough cheese to keep you hungry while making sure you own nothing. What we have in this country is institutional slavery. Yep. That's what we have. Let's call it what it is, institutional slavery. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And I just want to put up, because I know you passed this along, um, this is uh, you know, news from today regarding Texas wanting to add secession to the ballot. Um, you know, Edwards County last week, located in southwest Texas, called on the state legislator to put a secession question on the 2023 general election ballot. Uh, the resolution lists an abundance of grievances uh, relating to Private industry, curbs on the Second Amendment, failures to enforce immigration laws, usurpation of states' rights, national debt. Uh, and, you know, the end, the thing that really sticks out that I think is what's resonating with uh, a lot of Texans and as well people all over the United States, they explain that these grievances are more than enough reason for Texas to secede and reform its government to their liking since the United States fails to take responsibility and fix its government. We see everything that's happening to Americans. Uh, you hear some of the stories that you just shared with us, and then you look at the bumbling, you know, idiot that we just, we opened the show with. Uh, not that I think we should look to break up the United States. Obviously, you know, personally, I wouldn't choose secession as a way to fix what's going on because we have a much bigger problem than that. But can you blame them with everything that's going on? Clearly, the system that we have is not working and fighting against any sort of change. Well, yeah, and I think that the overall 
thing, the point that we're trying to make here with all of this is that there's way too much federal overreach over our states. We're seeing it at the hospital level, you know, in dealing with this documentary I'm working on. It's like all of these problems we have, what is it because of? It's because the, the federal bureaucracy has invaded our states. And, um, you know, in, in talking about what can be done here in Texas to make things a little bit safer and more secure, people are frustrated because they feel like they have Beto O'Rourke who is going to take people's... Oh, we lost sound. April, we just lost your sound. I lost your you sound. Got, if someone called you, maybe that muted you. All right, you're back? back. Okay, yeah, go. Okay, or, you're, you know, and the other fact about Governor Abbott is that, you know, it's he's a lesser of two evils, right? He hasn't quite done enough for Texans to be super excited about him, but they're going to still vote for him because he's better than Beto. Um, but again, they're frustrated with Abbott because there's more that he could do to secure the borders and really support the constitutional sheriffs within the state. Um, and so, you know, Texans right now, I don't, I don't blame them for saying, you know what, we're just going to secede and do our own thing. But I do agree with you, Apollo. Certainly, that's, a, you know, a divided country is not what we're after here. We want unity and we really just want to be able to take back some ownership over our states. Well, don't you think that people are, I mean, you know, I call it institutional slavery, because they're, they've actually convinced us, almost like Stockholm Syndrome, that you're free. Well, by their terms of freedom, cattle is free. It gets to graze in the, in the dirt and in the waddle and, and poop all over the place <laughs> until you slaughter it. And we're the same way. We get to graze. We get to go to the store. We get to go watch a movie. As long as we pay them 54 cents on every dollar, as long as we give them what they want so they can go act with impunity and give it to whoever they want until we decide to fight against it and then they lead us to slaughter. So we're not free at all. I mean, we're not free at all. I mean, the military people are being told they have to stuff a, a vaccine in their body and the only one that's at risk by not taking it is, is themselves. Yep. And, and April, I don't know if you saw this, but they just... They're literally experimenting on COVID at Boston University yep. and, and making it more lethal to kill more people. It's a virus. It's so, I know. So evil. I know Boston just backed their study up, too. They were being questioned by it, and they were like, yep, we stand behind it. Um, at what point are we going to hold these people accountable? I mean, we know that gain-of-function research is demonic. It's, it's evil. There's, there's really no place for it. Um, all it does is cause more problems, and um, and yet we still have these things going on, and we still have them trying to now push through legislation. I believe they vote uh, in two days on the 20th um, on whether or not they're going to have COVID-19 vaccines for children to be added to the list of kids can't go to school unless they have this. I mean, it's a demonic agenda. Um, and actually, I can post on my website and also on my social media, uh, there is a link where concerned parents can go and they can fill it out to say that they oppose this from happening. So um, this is kind of a critical time period to do that between now and the 20th when this is going to be voted on. And I'll post that. 
Yeah, so if you look at this, the ACIP committee will likely add the COVID vaccines to the childhood vaccination program on Thursday. This will allow the vaccine makers to escape product liability for the adult vaccines, which means the emergency can end, but the liability protection lives on. Yeah, these right. are, this and is so from Steve Kirsch's uh, <laughs> Substack. I'll put this up so everyone can see what's on the agenda. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms and competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Go ahead. Sorry, April. No, no, you're fine. It's just that um, this is disturbing because, again, we still have these vaccines that are EUA. Um, and so the fact that they're they're pushing this through again is just it's disgusting. Parents have to be aware and they've got to push back on this. This is not a time to just sit around and say, oh, someone else will do it. Um, I'll, I will be posting that link as soon as the show is over and people need to get on there and voice their concerns and their opposition to this. You, you know, I almost feel as if we're, we're talking about so much that it's like drinking, people drinking through a fire hose. And so we, we talk about people wanting to succeed from Texas. We talk about some of the things that people are facing um, in this real world inflation. And basement Biden was eating an ice cream. And, and maybe we could find this video. He was eating an ice cream saying that the economy is strong. By the way, ice cream is up 13%. <laughs> just, just trying to tell you this. And, and acting as if it's no big deal and isn't that april what the government is doing aren't they doing it holistically across the board it's saying it's not, not no big deal you know it's just you get to suffer we still get our 54 cents on the dollar and we're going to send 750 million more dollars to ukraine while people are suffering here yeah, I mean, I think I just read this morning, and I don't know if you guys saw it. It's on the Epic Times. They reported on um, that Biden, I'll have to pull it up, but something about Biden got a, like a, a loan he doesn't have to pay back from China. Did you guys see that? No. It's like a personal loan or something. I'll have to pull it up. But yeah. Biden I mean, got it's a loan the, from China? Yeah, let me pull it up. Hang on. <sighs> well, and while you do that. 
sorry go ahead i just don't want to misspeak so i'm going to pull it up while you're pulling that up i just want to finish out while uh um you know while before we leave the topic and i do have the ice cream video so we'll play that in a moment too but uh regarding this eua which again they're not supposed to put into any schedule because it's an eua we saw california just extended one of a few of their counties i believe just extended their emergency order by another 90 days which is allowing them to continue these covid policies which you've reported on extensively we've talked about that are killing people you know i I saw that you had an interview with grace and uh and vera uh they spoke a lot about that both from phenomenal but that's all that they're doing. And meanwhile, in other news, the Australian government is now paying people to cover their funeral costs in case they were killed by the vaccine. The same ones that they are now voting to add to the schedule, presumably, for children here in the United States. And it says on here uh, that it, if you go through this uh, page, this is on the Australian government's page. This is servicesaustralia.gov. Uh, if you qualify, you have to get a death certificate and have someone sign off, you know, a, a few pieces of information. But it literally shows you right on the page here. Here's what you need, what proof you need, how to calculate payments and fun- funeral costs. Uh, and it, it's applying to the Pfizer, Moderna, and the uh, Johnson Johnson vaccine. The government of Australia is going to cover your funeral costs if you were killed by the vaccine that they forced you to take. And our government is sitting here extending these orders to continue shoving this down people's throats and are now voting to put this on the regular schedule for children. Yeah, it's horrible. And you know, um, I was actually reporting on this last year to kind of sound the alarm because a lot of things that happen in Australia, it just give it six months and it'll be here in America. But last year, Moderna started to open up hubs, vaccination hubs within the public schools there. And within six months, I started hearing about how all of a sudden public schools were going to be bringing in vaccines into the school building during the day. Kids could go get vaccinated without their parents' knowledge, without uh, being being told. Can you imagine your kid goes and is pressured, let's say, from a school official to go get this or the peer pressure from friends? I mean, I've heard about it. Like, kids at the bus stop getting pressured and bullied by other people because they didn't get the vaccine, but the other kids did. And the other kids are like, well, why aren't you going to get this? I mean, can you imagine the pressure? And then you go to school, your, you know, your child goes to school, they get vaccinated and you're not told about it. And then something, God forbid, happens to you, to your child, and you're, you're not even aware that they've been injected with an mRNA gene editing technology. I mean, it's just, it's so sick and and we and we feel like there's nothing we can do about it but i think there's a lot we can do about it i talk about this a lot we we actually can stand up and say no they're doing it in dearborn michigan right now they're standing up saying get these books out of the school i don't know why they're not standing up more about the the more important issues and they're the hill to die on with a thousand parents is going to be pornograph a couple of pornographic books i think that should be the precipice for everything else like the boston tea party was on a tax it's not just that that's a problem it's all the holes that the federal government and their their cabal are poking in the in the in the boat all over the place like you look around the place is leaking everywhere yep yeah i can't find that that article by the way about biden but if i do find it i'll send it to you apollo and maybe you guys can talk about it tomorrow morning but um sure 
I'll keep looking for it. Sometimes you can find things easily on that website and then other times you have to really dig around and have the right uh, search word to find it. But Yeah, so, so yeah. as we start talking more about this vaccine, it is going to become ridiculously important that parents, you know, I, I don't even know how to say this. You have to advocate for your kids. You're not even advocate. We, we, we've let the schools become the parents. And somewhere along the line, we're not even arguing that. We're not even arguing the fact that they're not the parents. Yeah. I, don't I mean, you guys know where I stand. I'm like, I homeschool, but uh, I know not everybody can do that. Um, yeah, and it's not it's not easy, but but yeah, parents have to be involved and be parents. And when schools start to cut parents out of decisions, key decisions, I mean, now we're seeing it too with the whole transgender thing, right? We're seeing it where kids can tell their teachers what they want to be called, and it'll be kept secret from parents. I mean, the whole the whole thing is Marxist. It's to get your child to not align with your values, your morality that you've raised them with, and to trust only the school for all of their education and their morality. And that's why, you know, you have so many people who put their kids through public school and maybe haven't discipled them as they should. And then they wonder when they're 18, why, why did they turn out like this? What, you know, what's wrong with my kid? And it's because you've allowed the state to, to raise your child. And is there is there is there another way to look at it? Is there another way to look at the fact that parents and and their kids are, are at an all time low of being able to communicate? Like they people are writing themselves, they're writing family members off over over political ide ideology, and and yeah. none of it can be backed up, none of it. I, and I, I'm the different. I, I'm kind of the the rainbow of all of it with my family. My family's in all different places, you know, conservative, liberal, and they will all call me up, and I'm like, "What's up, libtard?" <laughs> you say that. I, oh yeah, I do. I, I and I go right at them, but I do it in such a way where I'm like, I "Still love you." I still love sure. you, sis. I still love you, and I, I, my my baby baby sister is liberal. And so I, I'll crack jokes at her. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know what happened to you. Fall on your head or something. And, but we laugh about it. We have fun together yeah. about it. And then I just say, and then she'll say something, like, I can't believe you believe this. And I was like, well, all right. Well, I still love you. <laughs> and I can go, but that, that type of acceptance where I can just be an example to her, there are things that I red pill her on. There are things that she says to me that, that hit home. Mm -hmm. There. See, the problem with the Democrat is that some of the things they say are true, but they shroud it in so much BS that you can't get to the truth part, right? But also what you're describing is exactly how we used to live 20 years ago, where it was like, it's okay for everyone to have different viewpoints, mm -hmm. and we can still have educated discourse and debate, and it should all be still very, you know, positive, friendly, respectful, yeah. and and since COVID hit, it changed. The rules have changed, and now it's this totalitarian uh, type of ideology that they want everyone to uh, only agree with them and their way of thinking. And if you disagree, you're an enemy somehow. 
where, I mean, I think that's, that's what I miss most is that I really love talking to people who have a differing opinion from me and I'm always open to listening to them and hearing what they have to say. Uh, but I also, I expect that same respect back. Right. And so I think we've just hit this different point in society where we don't have a whole lot of respectful discourse anymore. And that's a shame because that was one of the things that I think made our country really special. Well, but it, but don't you think, April, maybe, maybe I, and I'm, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but don't you think that sensible became the insensible? So it's hard to, it's hard to align yeah. and respect people who believe that you can bark like a dog and dress up like a furry and have a little tail and talk about sexual deviation yeah. or, or deviancy in high school and in middle school. I mean, don't you think that at some point you can't, you can't just accept that? We can't just accept grooming of our children. We can't just accept critical race theory where you teach them that races are bad. You can't accept it. Right. And I'm not talking about those issues. I'm yeah. talking about like, you know, economics and things like that. Um, you know, the, the debate, the discourse on, hey, uh, does a woman have a right to bodily autonomy? That's what the leftist will, will say. Uh, you know, all of that, those discussions, okay, we can go back and forth, back and forth. But then there's some non-negotiables where it's like, there's no way that you can stand for this viewpoint and I'm not going to tell you that that's absolutely demonic and wrong. Um, right. Yeah. In fact, speaking of that, Apollo, did you uh, want to talk, do you want me to talk about the uh, the situation that happened in Waco, Texas last week? Yeah. Do you remember if he that, doesn't, uh, I do. <laughs> the, well, the I don't know. We'll see how you feel about that. What, what happened to Waco, Texas? <laughs> um, it's not funny. SpaceX oh, sponsored a dra all-ages drag show um, in conjunction with like three or four churches. Wait, whoa, Did you whoa, hear whoa. that? SpaceX, like Elon Musk, sponsored. Yep. Sponsored an all-age all drag age. show. Yep. Uh, and this was this was in Waco, which is a very conservative town. Um, and three, three or four church. So it's interesting because you know Robbie Starbucks out yeah. of Tennessee had calling this out and so is his wife Landon um, and they on Twitter were like hey Elon please please respond like what is your response to this that you guys have sponsored and Elon has been silent now I've placed an email into um, on behalf of Real America's Voice to SpaceX and I'm waiting for an answer uh, we'll see if they get back to me but it was disgusting I saw the videos from it it was just utterly disgusting and sick. And, you know, I just think that what's sad is that we've seen now multiple times, I mean, Landon Starbuck has done an amazing job of putting these videos out, but she basically is showing us how many churches are involved with these drag show sponsorships. Uh, I'd like to see Governor Abbott come out and say, what DeSantis said, DeSantis was like, listen, we are not going to be doing that in the state of Florida. Um, I wish Abbott would be a little bit more vocal on these issues because it's all designed to destroy the nuclear family. Well, and again, we have, you know, Biden, and I have this ice cream clip we can play, and maybe we, it's only about 40 seconds. 
just how, how out of touch that they are. But everything is burning down. People are suffering so much. They're inflaming all these tensions. People are afraid of what might happen if we enter a nuclear conflict, what Russia might do. We just sent on Friday another $725 million to Ukraine because that's the best thing for our country. That's going to help inflation. And meanwhile, uh, these people and these Democrats are focusing on all these, all these uh, transgender social issues. Like, that's the key to solve all of our ills. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now, they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Yeah. You, no, you I know it's, it's, <clears throat> I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted that we can't tell the difference between right and wrong. Right. If you, if you want to dress up like a woman, if you want to dress up like a pink unicorn, if you want to dress up like a lizard, you do whatever you want. If you want to do stuff in your bedroom, do stuff in your bedroom, but it should, as long as it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't have somebody that is against their will and, or a child, do we really care? We don't care. Like, I'll let God judge you by you. But why do, why do they have to play this out in the public and pervert the public? And why aren't parents who are bringing their kids to these events, you know, investigated? I mean, this is sick. These kids are being exposed to so much. Um, I mean, I didn't even know, I don't think I even knew what a drag queen was until I was like well into high school. I mean, it just wasn't even in... It wasn't even in my life at all or in public discourse. And now it's shoved in kids' faces and schools sponsoring, you know, queer Halloween nights and things like that. I mean, it's just, it's it's really taking the innocence uh, uh, away from children, which is such a crime. All right. So let's, let's play this if we can, because this gets into the, you know, it's all white people's fault. What happened in Chicago, 13-year-old boy killed on a park bench sitting on a park bench they found him dead in the park um last weekend was one of the deadliest weekends in chicago all white people's fault actually christian conservatives fault because christian nationalism is what's causing what's happening in in there and the vaccine hesitancy that's all white people's fault too so let's play carol baker if we can carol baker by the way is the chairman of the cdc chairman of the cdc and this is what she had to say in May of 2020. Pay attention. He's being fought. One family, one physician, one health center. That's why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies mm -hmm. against the minority. So I have the solution. 
Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There are seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been a minority for more than 20 years in the city of Houston. The, the majority is we call Hispanic. That is not a race or an ethnicity. That is a political designation. But a lot of them are from Central, South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. And there you have it. How about that? Give Absolutely disgusting. How, how, how do you do justify that? Do these people that? not realize that they're white too? Like all of oh. these people calling for, I mean, I don't understand. Well, wait what? a second. Hold on. She's she's not white anymore. She's been a minority for the last twenty years. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. She said okay. it. She said it before. She goes, "I'm no longer white." You know, I'm a minority now. Oh, yeah. So her, her, and her and Elizabeth Warren must be besties. Yeah, Pocahontas and her love each other. Love each other. Her, her Pocahontas and AOC. You know that the yeah. New York City is going to fall into the ocean. They know what they're saying is not true. They know what they're saying is a lie. They know what they're saying is inciting violence. And you got, you got old people that are being dragged down the street by people that are like, hey, I can attack white people. Let's get rid of white people. You, you, have, you have people like Maxine Waters that are walking out there and inciting racism. And you're, you're doing all of this under the guise of what? No, but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm the violent rhetoric one. I'm the one with violent rhetoric. Yeah. Right, right. Make it make sense. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, no, that's terrible. And thank you for sharing that video with me because I hadn't seen it, but now I feel like I need to post it. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely make sure that that clip gets in on my social media channels. Well, it's not just there. We have the CDC. I mean, you listen to that and you go, okay, thank you for bringing me back deeper into the Twilight Zone. But you sent over some stuff about Proposition 3 in Michigan as well. I, I mentioned this last week, but we didn't, we didn't go in depth about it. Um, you sent over a video as well. Um, yeah, just over a minute. No, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you need to play the video. I watched it. I watched it again. I, I don't... Basically, Proposition 3 is a nightmare. You need to vote no on it if you're in the state of Michigan. Uh, it will legalize abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. Uh, that's not even the worst of it. It will overturn over 43 current state laws that have protections. Um, and it's so many to list, but you can go to the Michigan Right to Life website. They have it all listed there. Um, and also it is the, the language in Propos uh, Proposal 3 is a little bit vague. So for instance, and I'm just saying hypothetically, but you can absolutely see how this could happen is that under if let's say proposal three gets passed if a child who's like let's say 12 uh finds out that she's pregnant she could tell her teacher she's pregnant the teacher could um lead her to a place where she could get an abortion without her parents knowing anything and nothing would be prosecuted there would be no way 
to, to prosecute anyone aiding someone getting an abortion. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of measures in this, but also transgender, the whole transgender um, push, it would legalize all of this without the parent's knowledge. A person could get sterilized. Uh, they could have all kinds of things done to them uh, without their parent's knowledge. So this would open Pandora's box for the transgender community and also make Michigan one of the safe haven states where people would start to travel for sex change sur surgeries and all kinds of things like that. Uh, I don't believe that this is what the Michigan people want, but the wording on Proposal 3 is very deceptive. So if you're just reading it, just a headline of it, you think, oh, this should be fine, but really it would undo a lot of safety measures that have put in, been put in place over the years and undo 43 laws. Wow. Well, again, these so are the yeah, same, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, there's, there's two proposals that will be on the ballot uh, in November in Michigan. You need to vote no on both of them if you're a conservative American. If you're an American, you can even take conservative out. If you're, true, if you're, true. If you're, if you're not a murdering, murderous killer, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, I, we, and, and look, we we're still winning, but we need to become. I see this apathy kind of creeping back in. Like people are just they're taking a break. I'm tired. I'm gonna take a break. I'm tired. And and I and I'm guilty of wanting to take three or four days off and just get off the radar. I don't have the I don't have the benefit of doing that, but I feel like sometimes I want to. But we have to stay in the gap. We have to get, we have to be arbiters of reality. We have to be ambassadors of truth. We have to be out there talking about this and calling them what they are. We're so afraid to call people liars. We're saying, oh, well, you need to say we're dishonest. Well, that's not that's partially not true. <laughs> no, no, they're liars. And then when we're done yeah. calling them what they are, we got to get to the meat of it and say, this is evil. And we're just not doing it. We're not, as people, we're not doing it in a way that we're like, okay, wh whatever you say, you're just evil, right? That's how we should be talking to them. You don't have to yell at them. You just say, ah, you're right. evil. Evil person right there. Let me write that down. You are Mr. Evil number 1,213 on my list. Thank you very much. And your name was again? Okay, got it. Bobby <laughs> Johnson, Democrat. I love it. I love it. No, it's, you're right. You're right. Sometimes I get into my, like, when I'm on this show, because it's a little bit more free and you can just, I can kind of relax a little bit, but I forget because I'm used to just being news and I got to stay objective and all of these things, but then I forget I'm on conservative podcast daily. I can say what I want. Yeah. You, and, and frankly, I want to hear it. I want to, I want to hear when yeah. you disagree with me, like Joe, you probably shouldn't say that. I really want to kick their teeth in. You can't do that, Joe. Well, why, why can't I daggone it? Not, not that I really want to, but you get so angry at what's happening. You just want to, you want to. And there's two sides of it. One's anger and one's laughter. I like to go towards the laughter part because it makes you not want to hurt someone. But they're, they're doing bad things to people. And they're, you know, this stuff has, stolen elections has consequences. Vaccines that yep. kill people have consequences that destroy families for generations. Yep. Well, and yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before. We don't even know all of the ramifications that this is going to have on this next generation from the women who receive the vaccines while pregnant, uh, even, you know, if they delivered their baby, but then got vaccinated and were nursing. Yeah. Now we know that that goes through. So, I mean, 
yeah, there's a whole mess of of a population who's going to be affected by this. And um, and that's why it's so important that, again, just a little reminder, people head over and um, get onto that website that we will put up that they can oppose the COVID-19 vaccine for children requirement uh, for school-aged children. And that is actually, it's in the comments on our live streams right now. Uh, we'll be posting right. it on socials as well. Um, if you go, it's in Steve Kirsch's Substack, and it is on the uh, the website that I put up that has the CDC's uh, press release about it. Uh, it's in there as well. But I highly encourage you, share the crap out of that because everyone needs. They're probably not going to read them because they don't care, and they're probably going to vote even though it's completely criminal and and disgusting to even consider doing this given everything that we know. But they might anyways. Uh, but just one, because we are going up against, uh, you know, we, we have midterms coming up very, very soon. Uh, this Prop 3, some of these things. I'm going to say some some of my thoughts really quickly. So number one, in that uh, poll that I brought up earlier. Hey, you guys got to finish up without me. I just got to crawl. I got to go. So listen, April, okay. you guys got to finish up. I got to I gotta go speak. I'm speaking at a GOP event that Antifa's going to show up at. So I got to go over there and <laughs> with them. All right, take yeah, I want to see it. All right, absolutely. God bless you, and make sure you guys pray at the end of this. Oh, don't worry. All pray right, for, sounds pray good. for me. No, God bless you. <laughs> All right, God we bless will. You. Um, well, so I brought up this poll, April, and my opinion very clearly, and you can tell me if you if you agree with this or not. But these these like Proposition Three, you have Whitmer, Dana Nessel, and uh, Benson, Benson, three three of the mm -hmm. biggest criminals in the state of Michigan who have fought tooth and nail absolutely broken the law, absolutely betrayed the American people regarding every aspect of this election fraud, uh, you know, saga, this nightmare that everyone has been forced to live out. Um, but they're pushing this super hard. Like, this is the only issue that matters. Uh, and in this poll, what I found interesting, number one, you have uh, the Ron track numbers are 24 to 64 disapproval of the president of the United States regarding the economy and one uh one quote really sums this up i like it i'm shifting more towards republican because i feel like they're more geared towards business said robin ackerman a 37 year old democrat and mortgage loan officer who lives in newcastle and planning to vote republican this fall miss ackerman said she disagreed a thousand percent with the supreme court's decision to overturn roe v wade and erase the national right to an abortion but that doesn't really have a lot to do with my decision she said of her fall vote i'm more worried about other things uh she then went on to say that uh oh and then it mentions is this typical maybe not of democrats but of women in general yeah it looks like they are particularly independent women who've now had an 18-point swing towards Republicans. These types of policies that they push, these are aimed at the female demographic, and I'm just going to say it very bluntly, beta men who go along with this stuff because they do not have the courage to just stand up and say, no, that is not right. It is not right to kill children. That is evil and disgusting. And frankly, they, my opinion, the people who go along with this just don't have the strength of character to say, I don't care if women disagree with me. I need to fit in and be a good citizen. So I'm going to tacitly agree with the murder of unborn children so that I can fit into society. And even among them, it's not working. The, the Democrats have lost this, uh, this battle. They're, they're saying in this poll, essentially, that 
17% of America is on board with, uh, you know, with the president of the United States. They're failing so abysmally that they're just trying anything that they can to pretend and throw up a smokescreen that they have a chance in hell of winning anything in the, in the elections that are coming up. I lost your audio, April. Yep, gotcha. Did you see that Obama's coming to Michigan to stump for, you know, the three witches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> three witches. I love that. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I mean, you. <laughs> I haven't heard of Obama coming to, to stump for anybody. So, I mean, they must be very desperate. And of course, should tell you everything you need to know if you're an independent, um, you know, I think I think you're right. A lot of people are waking up, even if they've formally voted Democrat. They've seen how this country has been run under the Biden administration, and you know, people vote with their pocketbooks. So they don't like that food has gone up, gas has gone up, uh, rent has gone up. I just spoke with somebody today that said uh, she was a business owner, and she said, you know, I was renting a space in an office building for my business and rent went up three times from 1900 a month to over $4,000 per month. And she's like, I couldn't afford to keep my business there. Um, this is, this is real Americans. And we know their agenda. They're trying to ruin the middle class and small businesses, uh, which is why we have to get involved at the local level and um, become poll challengers, poll watchers, get involved with the school board meetings. But to your point about beta males and just a lack of, uh, I would say, courage among men today, um, which, of course, you do not fit into that category. You're an alpha uh, for sure. But but. The thing is, is like a lot of men just leave it to the women to handle. I mean, you see the school board meetings, they're overwhelmingly female uh, people coming to protest. I mean, we need the dads to stand up too and say, we're not going to accept this and we're not going to just let our wife, uh, you know, fight this on her own either. So call to men to be brave and courageous and stand up. And this is your moment, you know, this is the moment men have been waiting for is that we're need they're needed and women want strong men and courageous men to, to fight for them and their families. Yeah, absolutely. I agree that they do. And you know, the, the tough truth here, I know we see a lot of men and a lot of people posting, you know, come and take them and all, all of this. I've said this before, but you guys hit need a reality check because given the behavior that the American people in general have displayed over the past two years, them shutting down our businesses, closing our churches, masking our children. We still put up with them touching our kids at, you know, when we go through TSA, anytime we go on a flight. Uh, I do not see the behavior that leads me to believe all of a sudden if they start coming for the guns that the American male is going to turn around and, and resist uh, tyranny until, you know, death do us part. I, I just don't see it. So I think there's a there's a bit of a reality check that needs to happen, and it, we talk about revolution, which is what we're on the brink of, if not already experiencing right now. Uh, the revolution of pretty much every example in history, including here in America, it was fought by men, and it was men who were willing to sacrifice. The founding fathers of this country, most of them died, and died poor. Uh, I mean, that, that's the reality when things like that happen. And as much as they like to put these uh, Netflix series 
uh, some of these movies like the Warrior Queen or whatever. That's cute and everything, but the women, the mama bears, like yourself and so many others, they are the reason that we've gotten to this place. I mean, I'll give you one example. We were going out to these riots that Antifa and BLM were, were you know, running all over the state of Colorado as they were happening all over the other parts of the country in 2020. And we were having trainings. We were saying, hey, guys, we will go out. We will show up to these if they... If they're acting fine and they're just exercising their First Amendment, no problem. If they start hurting people and trying to set fire to buildings and, uh, and injure police and innocent people, then we're going to step in. Even then, there was a significant percentage of people who were showing up and they were women. The lack of men yeah, like, was disgusting to me. Yeah, I mean, preach it because this, this is the thing. That, I mean, how in the world, and I see those come and take it, you know, flags and banners and bumper stickers all the time and, and men walking around wearing those shirts. But actually, when you talk about some of the laws that are now being put into place in California, which has just com gone completely off the rails, one of the latest uh, laws, I was just talking to somebody from America's Frontline, doc Frontline Doctors, uh, they said that there's a new law in California that was passed where if the state believes that your child is in danger because you won't vaccinate or you won't do what they want you to do, they will actually come after you if you've moved to another state. That they will actually, let's say you move from California to Texas and you come back into California, let's say to visit your aunt or your uncle or your mom, heaven forbid, and they they let's say they find out that you came back into the state they can take away your children from you i mean this is scary if you have any financial tie to california so let's say you have a business in california but you decided to move to i don't know idaho or someplace uh if you have a financial tie there, or let's say you have a vacation property in california but you don't live there anymore they they now have this law where they would have jurisdiction to be able to possibly take away your children from you. And th this is something that people can't just like write off and say, oh, well, that'll never happen. Or I'd like to see them try, come and take it. No, like this is serious. I mean, you, it makes me wonder too, to be honest, because if, if Facebook and Instagram are based out of California and people do business on those platforms, does that then give them jurisdiction? Does that mean they question. can come after you? I mean, if you have financial ties to those companies, I mean, it's, it's something that needs to be looked at. It's unbelievable. I mean, you look at to the, and we don't have time to talk about it. I know, do you have five more minutes? I do. Okay, great. Um, you know, we don't, I don't want to get too far into it because it's a big rabbit hole and there's too much going on, but they had this executive order, uh, that the, uh, Biden administration, someone in their administration, surely not Biden, the guy who's eating ice cream and talking about how great the economy's doing. It, it, the entire thing is talking about giving, uh, Jake Sullivan, Mr. You know, Russiagate, well, uh, absolute traitor to the american people mm -hmm. this mr russian collusion they're going to give him the oversight over this giant collaboration with all these federal agencies to push towards this bioeconomy because that's the most important thing for us to do right now and most of it is based on 
uh, it includes the Department of Agriculture. And while they're talking about uh, having these public gardens, the, these you know that they're going to list on the USDA's website, uh, and it, it's all talking about genetic databases. Uh, I mean, th yep. this is like the the really horrible Orwellian uh, counterpart to the gun control registries. We're now. Everything is going to be based. It's it's all tied into this CRISPR technology where they want to roll out flu shots and COVID vaccines every three months that they can adapt to the new variant, which is just them telling you they can shoot out a new one whenever they want and they'll force you to get it and then stop your kids from going to school. And as this is happening, as they're bumbling around getting us into very potentially multiple uh, you know, international conflicts with nuclear powers, the men seem to be saying, okay, well, I'll just stand by and there's a bunch of bravado. Uh, but I think really the point here is, number one, have a reality check because you haven't shown up yet and you haven't shown anybody that that's actually who you are, that you're actually willing to do that. Number two, if that's what you're waiting for, you're playing to lose. We will lose this country if the men of the United States sit back and say, I'll wait for them to come to the guns. We need to be right there with the mama bears so vocal and in their face that they have nowhere to run. And perfect example, we have this midterm coming up. Ballot stuffing already begun in Arizona. This guy covered his license plate. I mean, we need people to show up, and we need the men to actually do their job and stand up for their communities and for their families. They're coming after our children. They're, they're going to vote. Uh, like you know, you mentioned earlier to put this on the childhood schedule. What more are the men waiting for? Mic drop right there for you. I mean, that was that was amazing, and you're exactly right. And I hope that people listening get fired up hearing you, and I hope they get convicted to action and actually doing something. I hope so too. Um, so I'll finish out of a. Because, you know, they want to, like, they're talking about abortion and transgender social issues. Everyone's telling us that the election is fine. And as soon as we bring up any of these actual issues, like what's going on with the election fraud, the fact that they still won't uh, show us the source code, it's been two years, they have all these lawsuits, we know 100% there's fraud. They just won't allow us to get to the point where we can 100% prove it exactly here is how you connect the dots. But we all know, and anyone who's paying attention knows that they're lying to us. So... Uh, this is uh, from the New York Times. Threat to democracy? Question mark. Start with corruption. Many voters say this is re uh, referring to that poll that I had up earlier, uh, and they mentioned that uh, you know these major issues that the Democrat Party seems to focus on: election denial movement in the Republican Party and undemocratic elements of American elected government, like the Electoral College, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but when we got the results, it quickly became clear these were not the threats on the minds of voters. While 71% of registered voters agreed that democracy was under threat, only 17% of voters described the threat in a way that squares with, discuss with discussion in mainstream media and among experts. A focus on Republicans, Donald Trump, political violence, in election denial, and authoritarianism, and so on. So this poll tells you very clearly, no one agrees with these people. No one is buying this narrative anymore. Nobody. Yeah, I know. I think I think they're panicked. I mean, they're really panicked. And what what really bugs me, and I know that you'll agree, is that to your point of the ballot trafficking and all of that, all of these states that have early voting, it has got to stop. They and I'm I'm shocked, and I'm not shocked that Arizona hasn't been able to 
to remedy that prior to these elections coming up um, with the, the early voting. I know Carrie Lake said she promised that she would stop that when she gets into office. Uh, I really hope that other states join in, but that is the uh, proposal two in Michigan is, I'm sorry, the promote the vote initiative um, in Michigan to be voted on. It would allow nine days of early voting. Um, and so, yeah, we've got a, we have a lot of work to do here to save this country. But I think that's why you're seeing such a panic um, from the left and why you're seeing them come so hard after Donald Trump and try, you know, their all overall goal is to indict him. Um, and I think it's all because they're scared to death of what will happen if we actually do get conservative leadership in this country. It's going to knock a lot of the swamp out. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in that poll, respondents were asked to volunteer one or two words to summarize the current threat to democracy. Government corruption. More than Trump and Republicans combined, government corruption. And I don't think you can sum it up any more clearly given what's going on with COVID. You have the raid on Mar-a-Lago. You have the, I mean, everything that's come out. They just acquitted Danchenko on all charges. Yeah. I mean, how, how disgusting. Which, it is disgusting, and we really need to focus on the DOJ and all these other three-letter agencies that are targeting the American people and doing nothing about the crime and, and really the, this issue that we have of this two-tier justice system where you see everything about Hunter Biden and the Biden family, and yet whose houses are getting raided, the, the conservatives, Donald Trump. Uh, you know, they're so concerned about his emails but then they are turning a blind eye to hillary clinton and bill clinton and all these other presidents who've lost all kinds of documents obama included um yeah yeah it's embarrassing americans should be embarrassed for the state that we've allowed our country to fall into and I'll, i'm going to call you out again men you should be embarrassed to the point where you should be running out your doors to you know get your friends and talk to your neighbors and get ready to get in the gap. They're going to, they're my, I'm going to forecast the future right now. Uh, you, you used to do the weather. I'm going to forecast the future. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, they're either not going to have a primary, they're, they're not going to have a midterm. They're going to create some nonsense and they're going to push it off or they're going to steal it. And yep. I don't really think that's complicated because they don't have a choice. Uh, I want to play one short clip and then we'll pray and I'll let you go. And I appreciate you staying a few minutes law in April. Um, but here's how bad they've lost the election. We, we've talked, we just talked about Arizona. Uh, Hobbs, Katie, Katie Hobbit of a brain, uh, still refusing to debate Carrie Lake. CNN is calling her out. So I'll play this clip and then I'll, uh, Let's see what you think about this. They're April. not going to look at their ballot. And well, say, she just came it, and sat down. Hobbs didn't debate her opponent. She just came and sat down with me and, and answered my questions for for a lot of minutes. Um, yeah. A lot of Democrats are questioning your decision and they're saying, you know, it's the wrong decision. President Biden's former 2020 co-chair said I would debate and I would want the people of Arizona to know what my platform is. If you think she's as dangerous as you're saying to democracy. Is it your responsibility as a candidate who wants to run Arizona to show and explain who their alternative is? That is exactly what I'm doing right now. And there is 
a lot more ability to have a conversation with you without her interruptions and shouting uh, to do that. Does that look like someone who's confident? <laughs> Wait, no, but did CNN just do real journalism? I'm just like, (laughs) this was actually a great segment. And she's, this is the thing. I would think that she would already be disqualified from running if she's not going to debate Carrie Lake. And by the way, Carrie Lake is the most elegant, classy candidate for office. She doesn't shout and act ridiculous. Um, So this, honestly, this has been the best part of Carrie's running is just this constant back and forth between her trying to debate uh, Katie Hobbs and going across the, the state and doing her own debates to the, to the people. It, you could have completely screwed up the debate. It would have been better for you and your campaign than that, on top of the fact that you ran away from Project Veritas and you and your staff are hidden in a bathroom <laughs> and then ran to the car where you had an AR-15 sitting in there, you know, the thing that you, you, you want to start talking about banning once you actually get elected. I mean, you can't get any more embarrassing. Yeah, no, she's the worst. I, she doesn't have a, a chance at all at winning this election. I think the people of Arizona have absolutely made up their minds, and it's it's going to be uh, something to watch. I know that they're going to you know drag out their election results again like they did for uh, a couple weeks ago when they had their primaries. Yeah, so again, everyone's got to show up. If you are a mama bear, God bless you and thank you. I know you're one of them, April. If you are a man, act like a man. Go get all your buddies. Tell them to go start being little lesser magistrates and talking to people. Show them anything because everything that you see on the news, every piece of evidence, you can't turn any direction without seeing something that very clearly shows you that the direction of our country is not working towards the American people's interests and it's all being stolen from us. If you just open your eyes, it's not that hard to see. So stop being afraid to speak about it and stop being afraid to go out and be vocal and go out and talk to people. Everyone needs to show up and vote on Election Day. No mail-in, no in, no early voting, nothing. In person, on Election Day, you need to bring everybody with you. Call in sick if for some reason you, you're, you're not, uh, you know, if you have work or something like that. God, say you have COVID, you know. Uh, but we all need and keep your eyes open. They are going to try to steal this and we need to be ready to pivot and, and respond to this once they do. We have to because the future of our nation and our children's future is, is hinging on this. Um, so, April, I know I've kept you over. Uh, I know they can find you at aprilmosstv.com and they can yep. find uh, pretty much everywhere that, that you are. I know you're on Rumble at Face the Facts. Uh, so I encourage sure. everyone, you do some awesome reporting there. Please, everyone, go support her. Go follow her. I'll give you the final word, and then I'll I'll pray, and I'll let you get back to your lovely evening. Yeah, I just want to thank everybody for supporting Conservative Daily Podcast, and thank you so much uh, to Joe and Apollo for having me on. It's just an honor to join you guys. And uh, thanks again to everybody who has paid attention and stepped up and done the right thing. And it's not easy to stand up, but this is a time where uh, we can't afford to be timid. So Apollo, thank you again for being courageous, being brave, speaking uh, from the heart and uh, not pulling, you know, you you definitely do a great job at not pulling any punches. You're just um, straight up uh, one of my favorite people. So I'm so grateful that uh, got to spend this evening with you and Joe as well. And I'd love to pray with you. Thank you. Well, the feeling is definitely mutual, April. 
Um, so let's, let's pray. And if you'd like to pray, you're, you're welcome to as well. Yeah, that would be great. Well, I'll let you kick it off. Okay. Father God, I'm just so grateful for, uh, for you, Lord, for your love for America, for this country, for those that are listening. I pray that you would just touch each person's life, Lord God, that they would know that you love them, that uh, you see them, that you hear their prayers, Lord, and that you even know their worries without them even expressing those to you. Father, I just pray blessings over everybody listening tonight and uh, pray blessings over over Joe and protection for him while he attends this meeting. Father, we just come against any attack by the enemy in the name of Jesus and command it to go Amen. right back to hell, that uh, there would be no, no riots, no protests, no um, destruction tonight. Uh, Father, that you would just put a hedge of protection around that entire building and around Joe and everybody that he's with. And Father, I pray that you would just continue to bless Apollo, and it certainly is a ministry in what he is doing and what this show is doing. And um, thank you, God, for this platform to be able to pray and speak about you and speak about the issues that people need to hear about. Uh, your word says that, um, that for the lack of vision, people perish and lack of knowledge. And Father, we come, we just come behold before your throne of grace. And we thank you, God, that we are able to be your vessels into giving people knowledge, things that they can do to play an active part in trying to save America. Uh, thank you, Lord. So grateful for you. And Father God, I want to thank you for the mama bears. I want to thank you for warriors like April Moss. I want to thank you for all those mothers who have allowed us to get to this point. And I just want to ask for courage. I want to ask for strength. Lord, I ask that the hearts of every man and woman listening to this message right now, everyone who will listen to April's message in the coming days and weeks and months, that they will just have a lightning bolt that you send down into their hearts and wake them up and shake their souls. Just put fire in them that they understand that none of this division, none of these games, none of these identities, that none of it matters, that the only thing that matters is that we step into that role, into that responsibility, into that place of power that you have put us here to steward, that we act out the leadership, that we act out the example for our children that we are so capable of and have shied away from. I just ask that the men finally honor the work of those mama bears, of those mothers, of those women, and that they finally step up, that we as men come together and we protect our women, we protect our children. We stand as the lesser magistrates between those evildoers and those who are so precious to us, that we are watchful, that we are watchful shepherds this year as we go into this election, that we make our voice heard at the ballot box, that we make it heard in our communities, in discussions with our friends online, that we're willing to walk door to door, and that if the time comes, if the, if the, the hat drops, that we just react and we trust ourselves because we are, in, we are full of, we are imbued with your strength and your wisdom. So I just ask that we are receptive to that. I ask that the wisdom of the founders is not lost to us, that we are not blind to the patterns of history. 
We have so many blessings. So many blessings, Lord. So I, just have, I ask blessings upon April, who stepped out long ago, who risked her career, who gave up what she had worked for to speak truth, to sound the alarm on what was going on. And you've rewarded her with a platform, and she has therefore graced all of us, including myself and our listeners, with her love, with her character, and with her truth. So I just ask that we all take up that torch, that we pick up our cross and we carry it. I ask that we have the strength to do this for our future generations and for our legacies so that when we go back to meet with you, that we can look we can look upon you and we can know that we did what you asked us to do, that we've fulfilled the role that you put us here to, to act out, to be an agent for your will and not to bend, not to submit to any power here on this earth, to any man, to any law, that is not based in your judgment. I ask these things humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. That was amazing. You're amazing. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, enjoy Texas. Uh, again, make sure everyone, please go support April. Check out the amazing work that she does at April Moss TV. That's A-P-R-I-L-M-O-S-S-T-V.com. Uh, you can follow her on Rumble and all the other socials you'll find there as well. April, God bless you. God bless your family. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Apollo. God bless you. Thanks again. Have a great night. You too. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for being here again. As I said earlier, please go bless April. Go follow her. She is a light that uh, so many need. Uh, but it's time for you to become a light as well. So we have a lot going on. We have CanCon on tomorrow. And my goodness, it's going to be good. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about Connect, uh, all these developments. Uh, and there's just so many things to follow, so just don't get overwhelmed. Just stay tuned in. Keep sipping from the cup that the Lord has given us. Keep, you know, nibbling little bits of information. But we all know the truth, and when it boils down, uh, you know, to its most basic elements, that truth is very simple. We, are, we have been lied to. We've had everything stolen for us from us, and they want us to continue to stay silent. They want us to be just apathetic enough that we don't step in and make the change that needs to happen, that we don't step in and stand up when the most precious among us are being attacked, that it's just one of those things where it's just out of reach. Ah, oh, they passed the law. Ah, oh, well, they stole it, but we'll get them next time. No, we need to be willing to sacrifice. And will that mean that we may face uh, consequences? Yes, absolutely we will. And I, for one, am willing to face those consequences. And I will do so from a place of love and peacefully. But it can only go on for so long. And all that we are waiting for is the American people and the people of the world to stand together as one people and simply to act in a spirit of truth and a spirit of love and to do so for the sake of our country and for the sake of our fellow man and woman. So we're blessed to have you all here tonight. Thank you for joining us again. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast. Oops, I cut it too early. We'll be back at uh, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, noon Eastern. Uh, and before you go, make sure you go. Prepare yourself. Men and women, but men, 
You're the head of the household. It's your duty to protect your family. So make sure that you go to dcfguns.co, use promo code Joe, and uh, get 5% off. Uh, you can get training there as well. doesn't matter what state that you're in. You can uh, use that promo code, go shop their online store, and uh, you can stock up, get all the guns and ammo you need to protect your family, protect your castle, uh, and take your wives there as well because you should make sure that they are able to defend themselves. Last bit of business. Facts Blast today. Ukraine! And I absolutely love this image uh, that Ash made. And if you go on the website, it actually says, Make it rain in the Ukraine. It's the best image that I've seen. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. But uh, inflation will continue until morale improves another $725 million. Million dollars for Ukraine. Because Americans don't eat it. So you may have missed Joe Biden's executive edict announcing more spending for Ukraine on Friday evening. Delegation of authority under 506A1 of the Foreign Assistance Act of 1961 by the authority vested me as president by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including Section 621 of the Foreign Assistance Act of 1961. I delegate to the Secretary of State the authority under Section etc. etc. to direct the drawdown of up to $725 million in defense articles and services of the Department of Defense and military education and training to provide assistance to Ukraine and make the determinations required under such section to direct such a drawdown. You are authorized and directed to publish this man memorandum in the Federal Register. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. This unaccountable spending comes as White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre is very clear that Biden's top priority is to combat inflation. Except it's not. From the briefing room yesterday, question, following up on something you said earlier, if President Biden's top domestic priority is inflation, why doesn't he have more to show for it? An excellent question, if I do say so myself. KJP responds, so the president understands, and we've talked about this many times, that inflation is an issue. N no brainer there, thanks. High, high cost, cost is an issue for the American people, and so he's been very clear about making that his number one uh, about making that his number one priority, uh, his number one economic priority, and he has done the work. I'd love to know what work he's done. She says he has done the work to combat inflation. Uh, she actually did say that. Uh, she goes on to say, and he's done the work with congressional Democrats. That is the work that congressional Democrats and the president has done. Republicans did not vote for that at all. Uh, but Question, who exactly thinks the president is doing a good job on inflation? Because we've got a new poll that finds he receives his lowest job ratings on inflation, net negative 38 points. That is not a misprint. Net negative 38 points, guys. So, yeah, everyone thinks he's doing a great job, right? We understand, she answers, that there are challenges. That is why president has taken action to lower costs. Think about gas prices. You think about health care, health care premiums. If you think about the American Rescue Plan that has helped create an economy that is indeed resilient, that created jobs, they refused to help out. Those evil Republicans refused to help out. Delusional. She responds to a reporter saying, a CBS News poll out yesterday indicated two-thirds of voters believe the administration is not doing all it can and could be doing more to curb inflation. What does the White House think? She says, what we understand, you know, we understand that the American people are going through a difficult time. And we have said that. You heard the president say that. And we understand how, it, how it's tough. It's a tough time for them. Yeah. A tough time is an understatement, girl. All right. We've seen the results from this administration. 
Miss Jean-Pierre, and they're not good. So, very simple letter to Congress today. Inflation is now affecting every American. The drunken spending spree you've undertaken is caught up with those of us who have to pay for it. The Biden administration continues to tell Americans that inflation is the number one priority. But now we learn he has authorized another $725 million to Ukraine. An additional $725 million on top of the billions you've already spent on Ukraine. No wonder this was announced on a Friday evening. During the debate, Uh, During debate on the Constitution in 1787, Edmund Randolph said, The executive will have great opportunities of abusing his power, particularly in time of war, when the military force, and in some respects the public money, will be in his hands. This so-called president is already compromising Ukraine. There are unanswered questions and unexplained lies about his involvement and his son's foreign business dealings. Now he is using military power to funnel more money to a corrupt money laundering hotbed while Americans suffer and go bankrupt. Demand for remedy. Impeach this president for the high crimes of embezzlement and money laundering. He swore an oath and he has violated it. Do not continue to fall in these footsteps. Remember your oath. And that is something we should ardently, loudly say every day to everyone who is currently serving in our government. Serving, and I say serving. So send your fax blast. Impeach this president. They already did it a couple times with Trump over nothing. And now this man is continuing to sell out the American people as we all suffer. Impeach this president. High crimes is an understatement. Not that it can't be an understatement, but it sounds like one to me. So go to conservative-daily.com, send your fax blast. If you remember, go back and send them all. Um, make your voice heard and get ready to get in the gap because the shoe is about to drop and it's going to take all of us and it's going to take the men. So ask yourself what it is that you're willing to live for and if you're willing to live. We're often asked what we'll die for, but you have to ask yourself if you're willing to live first because many of us I don't think are living because if we were truly living here in this moment, there's nothing on this earth that could stop us from being so vocal that no one could have anything on their mind but the atrocities that are being committed against our fellow countrymen right now and against our children. Send your facts blast. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow uh, here on Conservative Daily. We'll be back 10 a.m. Mountain Time, noon Eastern. Have a great night. If you want to watch Conservative Daily podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com on Rumble on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word freedom to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.